What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. This is Mike Mondo. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. It's the it Force, Red Titus. This is the king of old school, Steve Fino. The ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cast at ROHWorld.com? Stay tuned, wankers, or I'll give you the power of London. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. Two, two. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to episode 65, 65 of ROH Cast, uh, the number one Ring of Honor podcast on the internet of all time. Uh, my name's Harry, I'm the web designer and co-owner of ROHworld.com and today I'm here with uh, the other co-owner, he is the uh, the podcast bandit, Stephen. Hello everyone. We are usually joined by podcast worst nightmare, John, but... Uh, he he's not here. We, we Stephen, we have no idea where he is. No, we 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 have received uh, an a, email, a disturbing email with a yeah. an, an attached MP3. Now we have this email has some text in it, a statement for me to read out, and an MP3 for me to play. We we don't know what's going on with John, but I might as well just play this as I'm instructed because I do fear for John. Hey, Jack Harses, it's gut check time. We are holding podcast's worst nightmare hostage in a heart of pain, and we have no fear. All we want John to tell us is, how does it feel to kiss a real man? Let's just say he's being jacked and tanned. We don't wish to toot our own horns, but toot toot. We're not going to reveal who we are, but you can't handle the toot, and this is Mondo. So, wow. Who could it be? I mean, I, I don't know who these mystery people are. I mean, I don't know who... Have they taken John hostage? Hostage? I think we have a bit of a hostage crisis on our hands here, so hopefully John will return eventually. If he just tells them what it's like to kiss a real man, I mean, I'm sure they'll let him go then. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, yeah, that's that's the whole John mystery wrapped up for now. <laughs> I have an unbreakable hope that John will be back soon. Oh, we all do. Hopefully he'll be, yeah. Maybe by Christmas, who knows. But, um... Uh, I forgot what we normally... Here we go, yes. Television TV show. TV yeah. report. Well, you know, I missed a few weeks and then we didn't do one last week, but... Oh, well, last week you were calling it the ROH podcast, the... Oh, you know, I didn't know what it was anymore. Uh, I thought uh, I was listening to the wrong thing. I don't think anyone knows what this is anymore, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. So, we start the show normally talking about the TV show. We t- typically have an in-depth discussion and review of the show, but... Uh, unless it's road rage. <laughs> unless it's road rage, but unfortunately... Which it is I... most weeks, actually. <laughs> But unfortunately, I haven't seen the TV show this week, so, uh, which, I'll be honest, I haven't seen it since September. But, Stephen, you have seen it. I have. Why don't you tell our, our wonderful listeners all about the show? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go briefly through what happened. Um, interestingly enough, Kevin Kelly was on his own this week uh, on, on commentary, which, as you can imagine, made for some excellent, uh, you know, audio pleasure. Um, oh, that's uh, definitely made my mind up on whether or not I'm going to watch this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like Nigel's definitely gone from commentary, uh, at least on the TV show, while he's got this new matchmaker role. Um, the show actually started off with Nigel in the ring. Um, he, he said that wrestling's great. He's taken him uh, refuse to wrestle unless they can come to the ring and, and say what's on their mind. So they come down. Uh, Charlie Haas was in great form once again. He was drinking a beer, um, missed his mouth uh, and sort of poured it all over himself. And then 
uh, sort of went nose to, nose to nose with a fan in the front row, which was very entertaining. Um, and a lot of the way they, they blurred out fans who were sticking up their middle fingers to Haas, so that the whole crowd was basically a blur. <laughs> Everybody in the crowd was just giving them the middle finger, and I thought that was great. Um, I think, yeah, Shelton and, uh, and Charlie got in the ring and basically asked uh, McGuinness how Rhett Titus and BJ Whitmer got their title shot. Uh, the BJ were, Express. Yeah, BJ Express was scheduled to uh, face Scum later in the evening. Uh, Nigel reminds uh, Haas and Benjamin that they, they lost to the BJ Express a few weeks ago on TV. Well, that sounds... I'm sure that was like months ago. It feels like it was months ago. Yeah, they've like wrestled like, so many times now. It just feels like it's been yeah, going Yeah, meshed forever. into a blur. So uh, <laughs> Nigel then says that uh, if... Haas and Benjamin could beat Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander, then they'll get a shot and uh, the match then starts. And it's actually a, a really, really good match. Um, I think we've spoken at how you know impressive Coleman and Alexander have been recently. They seem to be get better with every match, really. Um, again, once again, they put on a, a good show. And I think ha- having them sort of, you know, in there with, with the wrestling's greatest tag team, it let, you know, Benjamin and Haas just sort of play the, the heel roles and, not having to do sort of too much in the ring. Um, you know, Haas is, is a fantastic character, but maybe he isn't the best in the ring. But he didn't really have to do much here because, you know, Colin and Alexander were the ones doing most of the work and just letting Haas be a you know mega heel. Um, he really is the, the top heel in the company. So. Yeah, he definitely is. In terms of crowd reaction, he's, you know, quite a way ahead of anyone else, really. I mean, mm-hmm. who, who would you say is number two? I mean, I can't even... Toot. I mean, I... Uh... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, apart from Russia's great taking, there aren't really any proper sort of like Bennett heat. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd probably say Bennett, but then he's not really featuring that much at the moment. He he's not really that. Everyone's just like, oh, it's Bennett, boo. It's yeah. not, but within Haas, it's like an intense hatred for him. So. Yeah, and obviously Scum are supposed to be up there, but they still get cheers. So is Steen supposed to be up there? Well, I think he, he, they'd hope he would be, but he's he's you know. QT Marshall. Well, yeah, definitely. He's got to be. He's got to be two, hasn't he? Imagine a QT Marshall and Charlie Haas tag team. That would be. Wow. That would be God's gift. QT uh, Harshell. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know how we got on, off on that tangent, but um, <laughs> it's because I'm here. <laughs> during the match, uh, the BJHS came down to the ring and joined Kevin Kelly on commentary because he needed a bit of help. Um, that led to Haas uh, getting a bit later in the match, getting to the outside and attacking BJ Whitmer. Uh, he. Uh, the, them two then got involved in a in a sort of a scrap and, and obviously Reptiles got involved um, I think Caprice Coleman it was uh, that went to the, the top rope um, was going for a, some sort of diet move but Shelton cut him off and hit the you know the sort of the jumping uh, belly to belly suplex off the top ah uh, yes but, um, as he sort of came down from hitting that it was really well timed actually uh, Cedric Alexander was on the other sort of turnbuckle and, and hit uh, the frog splash um, or death splash whatever uh as sort of Shelton was was just about to land, so that was that was pretty cool, and uh, mm. actually got a three count with that. Obviously, Haas was on the outside uh, beating up uh, the BJ Express. So uh, yes, CNC got the win, and no uh, title match for Benjamin and Haas. I know uh, John will be disappointed with that. Yeah, definitely. But um, I mean, obviously, the, the, they're going to continue the whole Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team and BJ Express thing, and yeah, this match did continue the storyline. It was actually a pretty entertaining match while it while it went on as well. So it was a pretty good uh, effort all round, really. Sounds good. Uh, next up, we had Bobby Fish's TV debut against Ryan McBride, a local uh, wrestler from 
Well, it's not in Baltimore. Which one was this in? It's Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Um, I think he's a local wrestler anyway. But yeah, he's. I think he's been on the. <laughs> we don't know geography as we've, as we've proved. Yeah, they're all, in, they're all in the Midwest to me. But yeah, um, he was basically a jobber and he, he jobbed to, to Bobby Fish. Uh, Fish more or less dominated the whole whole contest. It only lasted for about a couple of minutes. Um, Fish hit a few uh, knees to the body, hit some forearms to the back of the head and then hit a sort of big kick to the side of the head for the win. Um after the match, Vader Scott got into the ring and spoke with Bobby Fish. Uh, Fish basically thanked Eddie Edwards for, for sort of getting him ready for ROH because they, they teamed together on a tour of Japan recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he said he was very interested about what happens between Kyle O'Reilly and Davey Richards. So, uh, mm. yeah. Um, the, I think the only thing about... Bobby Fish did look impressive, but I think the only thing that some people might find... Maybe not annoying, but I, I don't know. They seem to really sort of focus on the whole MMA thing. I know oh, dear, not this again. Yeah, I know Kevin Kelly was really putting him over as like a two-sports superstar and was saying about how he had <laughs> some sort of MMA fight or something a few few months back. And I've seen you know, he's, a lot of his moves are sort of, you know, um, strikes and like knees and, and kicks and stuff. So I know a lot of people were critical of, of Davey and, and Eddie when they were doing a lot of the MMA stuff, so mm. I don't know if people are going to get start, you know, getting a bit annoyed at this as well. But um, funny enough, the the next uh, segment was was Davey Richards. Um, he he basically said a lot of what he said since he came back that he was a, a an asshole when he was gone from ROH or a harsehole as, as Charlie Haas would call it. Um, he said since he's come back, there's only two goals to put on the best wrestling matches in the world and put uh, put the right put. Right the wrongs, even, with certain people. One of those is Eddie Edwards, but he's uh, still in Japan. He seems to be in Japan all the time, doesn't he? Mm. And the other is Kyle O'Reilly, and O'Reilly then comes to the ring, and he's still you know, doing the whole mega heel shtick. Just um, basically being himself and being a bit of a jackass. <laughs> Douchebag character, essentially. Yeah, which is just him. <laughs> uh, and then there, it was a... Uh, I don't know about this sort of exchange between these two. It was a bit cringeworthy at times. Someone on the forum said it was the most awkward promo in a while. It so I'm, really, I'm tempted to see this. It was really awkward. I think I think they went sort of too far down the trying to make it real route sort of thing. Like David was saying, like, uh, you know, I, I introduced you to your wife and stuff like this. It was, <laughs> what the hell is all this? Um, and then, uh, yeah, he basically told Carl that he turned his back on him and he was, he's not going to play any more games. Then Kyle apologised and basically teased that he was going to sort of, uh, I'll say get back with David, but that sounded a bit wrong. But that's basically what they were doing. Um, and he said that they should reunite Team Ambition and go after the tag team titles. And then they start to hug. And out of nowhere, Aww. Kyle um, gives him a low kick to the the sort of the, the legs and grabs him. <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Um, it just sounded like you were trying to describe that area without saying groin, so I just thought I'd help you. But... No, it was sort of the... I can't really explain it. It was just like the the kick where it sort of takes them out near the like the, the ankles and sort of floors them. Oh, um, I see. Okay. But Davey fought back and uh, locked in the ankle lock. And then out of nowhere, Bobby Fish, who debuted just a few minutes ago, comes to the ring and kicks Davey in the head before locking in the crossface. As Carl oh. got on the mic and, and taunted him and said, you've got no friends left, Davey. Go away this time. Stay away. <laughs> He's got Kazina. Yeah. He's got the gremlin. PT Casino One on Twitter, I believe. Yeah, go follow him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, oh, this is really off on a tangent, but I, I believe okay. it, there was some really dodgy fake Davy account on Twitter that RRH confirmed as not being real this week. And I had a quick look at the timeline, and if anyone actually thought that was real, then they are very 
He he was on here. He was on RH Cast. He said he doesn't have Twitter. Just to follow <laughs> TT Casino One. He deleted it, didn't he? But this person like brought back the exact sort of name that he had. Ah, I see. Obviously, someone else can pick up that name. Someone's picked it up and t- pretended that he's back. And some of the oh. stuff he was tweeting was ridiculous. I think, I think actually Mike Mundo actually thought it was him because he was tweeting to him a lot. But <laughs> we'll let him off because yeah, Mike Mundo's obviously very busy with stuff. Uh, we don't know what, but John uh, might know. Yeah, maybe when we we finally get him back, we'll ask him. So uh, anyway, yeah, the TV show. Um, yeah, that that ended that segment. So it looks like, uh, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But it looks like some sort of match is going to happen between uh, Davian and Kyle at last. Um, and then we come to the main event, uh, the RH World Tag Team Title match between uh, Scum and the BJ Express. Um, this one again, it was it was a pretty decent match, but never really sort of got fully going. Um, I think. Does, yeah, it mean, it, does that sum up all of the BJ Express matches? Like, have any well, of them think, actually been any good? I think it's because, I, well, not really. I mean, I don't know. Tyus is. I, I think he's. I don't want to say he's got worse, but he definitely hasn't improved since. You know, since uh, Kenny King left, I, I honestly thought that he was going to be, you know, one of the next sort of big star single stars, especially mm. when they put him in that. Um, was the six and case hostility? Yeah. And then they gave him the, the world title match, didn't they, on, on, on TV? TV. Yeah. yeah. And I think they were hoping that he was going to sort of break out. But I don't know. I know that the Young Bucks mentioned on our um, interview with them that they thought he'd come back from the injury a bit too quickly. And I think that has really hampered him because he, he just looks really sluggish now. Not Nothing like he, he was, you know, maybe 18 months to two years ago. He just seems, yeah, he, he seems really sluggish now. And, and that's, mm-hmm. that's a disappointing. And hopefully he can sort of get back to... You know how good he was towards the end of the or not express room because they were definitely getting there. Uh, yeah, he was definitely getting better. Um, yeah, I, I do like Whitmer. I like his sort of. I, don't know, I, I like his work ethic in the ring, and he, he always tries to put on a good match. But I'm not sure if these two really fit well um, together. I, I don't know. Um, maybe that's just me. But yeah, the, the, the match itself was it was it was decent enough without ever really being terrific. Um, uh, about halfway through the match, uh, wrestling's great setting come down to the ring. I think Whitmer was on the outside, and uh, Charlie Haas picked him up and sort of dropped him back first on the guardrail. Mm. That obviously let, uh, let BJ Whitmer out on the floor, and Titus was two against one. Uh, he almost won actually with a roll up on Carino, but he managed to kick out. And then uh, I think Jacobs hit a cutter, and Carino hit the backdrop driver to uh, retain the title. So. Yeah, this didn't really ever get going. It was never really meant to be, you know, a, a fantastic match. I think it was more, again, the, the storyline with Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team in the BJ Express. Seems uh, like the whole show was about that. Yeah, there was. A, yeah, I think that, that that one thing that the whole show did do was it it did sort of, uh, it, it did continue the storylines really well. And um, you know, we got a couple of decent matches in there as well. So I think overall, this this show wasn't it wasn't too bad and. Right at the end, Kevin Kelly drops the bombshell that next week we're going to see the Briscoes against the Headbangers. Wow, that's you know if that if that doesn't want to make you tune in, then nothing well, will it? Why well, listen to this podcast if that doesn't want to make you tune in? I mean, exactly. Unfortunately, the Headbangers are then followed by Davy Richards against Michael Elgin. Oh dear! How oh. do they expect them two guys to follow the Headbangers? There's going to be no time because the Briscoes Headbangers match will go for the whole show, surely. Well, yeah, especially when the the ropes fall off as well, and they're going to sort of just carefully trod around the ring and <laughs> do any moves. Well, yeah, tune in next week. I'm already excited. Um, but one 
quick note that I forgot Here to we go. at the end of the tag team title match. Um, Wrestling's great tag team come down after the match as well, with Whitmer still down on the outside and they can and beat, uh, beat down on Titus a bit more. So uh, obviously that's going to lead to some sort of match down the line as well. Final battle? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So that wraps up the uh, TV report. And we'll now move on to the news, which you can always find during the week at rohworld.com. I apologise, that was really quiet at the start because it was using the Camp Strong volume. Anyway, um, the the first bit of news is that we have an an exclusive competition on our website, rohworld.com. We're giving away uh, three sets of the brand new Ring of Honor card game that is coming out uh, tomorrow, in fact, Thursday, November 29th. Um, We've got a simple email competition on the website. The question is, Stephen... I believe it's, uh, what is the, is it the strongest? The, the strongest? most powerful. That's it, the most powerful move on Kevin Steen's playing card. So send your, I suppose it's an educated guess. To, yeah, uh, people have said, you know, is the answer out there, but I think if you watch Kevin Steen matches, then you'll probably be able to guess what his, uh, yeah, his strongest so, move So yeah, just uh, send your answer to that question. I'll repeat it again. What is the strongest move on the Kevin Steen playing card? Send your answers uh, to competition at rohworld.com and you have until um, 11pm Eastern on November 29th, that's a Thursday so you've got tomorrow, until tomorrow evening as we're recording this to send your entries in and uh, three lucky people will get a a whole intro set worth uh, $30 I believe, so thank you to uh, Tom Filsinger over at Filsinger Games for sort of helping us with this competition helping promote it, so uh, yeah, and if you want to know more about the game, you can head back to RHCast episode 64, where Mr. Tom Filsinger joins us on the show um, to talk all about the card game, talks about some of the mechanics, the matches, how we thought about when he was designing it. So, yeah, good little interview, cause especially for me, because I didn't know much about the game, so I enjoyed uh, listening to that last week. Yeah, I mean, I don't really know much about the best sort of games either, but the, the interview was, uh, yeah, it was enlightening, and I've been reading up on there their website and forum as well and there's a lot of people who in, enjoy playing the games and from what I've read it, they, they do sound uh, do sound really entertaining so I, I'm actually yeah looking forward to getting my hand on one of these uh, unfortunately mm. I can't enter the competition but yeah I was trying uh, to do that but I'll have to uh, buy one but it, yeah it, it does look, I know a lot of people are like oh card game why aren't you know why isn't ROH trying to get a video game or something but it does uh it, it does sound very uh, very good, so mm-hmm. I, I would, you know I'd advise people to sort of uh, have a look into it. And I know all the the uh, the art of the cars looks really good as well. Yeah, uh, it does actually. Yeah, looks really cool. So, and I think he's been doing these for twenty five years now. So obviously he must be doing something right. To uh, <laughs> he must know what he's doing at this yeah. point. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, speaking of the Phil Singer games that we're giving away, uh, the new Ring of Honor World Title Belt was. I want to say, quote-unquote, accidentally leaked on the front of the box for the card game. Now, very clever marketing if Phil Singer did this on purpose because it got people talking about the game because it was like, oh, look, the new belt's on it, and everyone shares the link around. So, essentially, the, the packaging has the sort of main center plate of the belt um, on the, on there the are, box. There are, you get belt cards as well in the set that you can sort of use. So, hopefully, we'll have a full image of the 
the new belt, possibly in the card game, unless it's yeah. just the center plate again. We'll find out um, tomorrow, hopefully. So, um, so what do you think of the belt? I don't know how we can talk about this on an audio show. <laughs> just head um, to rhwords.com, look at the belt. It looks pretty cool, but we'll have to see the full thing at Final Battle. But we've already seen the main center plate anyway, which is sort of the main part of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I quite like the... Well, I really like the, the current mm. uh, world title, so... But the, yeah, this one doesn't look too bad. I mean, I just don't like how the Ring of Honor logo sort of warped in the center. That's what I don't like about it. Yeah, and I know a lot of people were saying, why does it say uh, World Heavyweight title at the top? Because I know that the RH title's always just been like the World title rather than World Heavyweight. Yeah, it has, yeah. But I don't think that really makes much of a difference. Kevin Steen's one of his demands, probably. Super Heavyweight World title. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, now and there's been a few matches announced for Final Battle, which takes place on December 16th. You can head to uh, com slash... Uh, slash final dash battle dash 2012. <laughs> that is a terrible link. I do apologize. We thought that one through, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I should have changed that. But well, go on rhworld.com, click on the final battle banner on the right hand side, and there's all the matches there with fancy graphics. So if you want to know uh, what else is on the card, but what has been announced in the past week or so, we have Michael Elgin taking on Roderick Strong. Finally. Rhino. Yeah, finally. After all that dissension in the House of Truth, oh, I have to talk I know. The, last, the last eighteen months have been teasing dissension, this collusion. Um, yeah, what, what if Algin sort of just you know, what if it's a finger poke of doom and Algin just lies down for him? It's collusion, collusion, and dissension. Who knows? And um, we have things. Rhino taking on unbeatable Jay Lethal, and we have uh, the American Wolves taking on Bobby Fish and uh, Kyle O'Reilly. You do. I wonder what sort of tag team name they're going to get. Team Fish. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Come up with a yeah. That's something for our listeners. I think there. Yeah, that, that's your that's your homework for this week. Come up with a, a funny tag team name for Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, we've you know we've already came up with the BJ Express. We've done our part. Now it's time for you to come up with a name. So uh, yeah, and uh, we we went over those very briefly because we'll be doing a full preview of the show the week of the pay-per-view, so there's no point in going into detail here, but uh, they sound like great matches to me, so... Yeah, mm, it seems cool. like ages since there's... Well, it has been ages since there's been a Ring of, Ring of Honor pay-per-view, especially since the last one was so good as well. Mm, very true. But, um, we have a rumour that has appeared online that Jim Cornette is, is gone from Ring of Honor. He has actually left, and he's taking a break from the wrestling business. If he has taken a break, he'll be back. Because he was, he was such an integral part of the whole RH and SBG deal that even... I mean, maybe he has take, you know, going to take a while out just because he's probably a bit burnt out. He's been in wrestling for so long, isn't he? But I can, he'll definitely be back at some stage, I think. As long as he doesn't get involved in the booking, I've got no problems with him being mm. involved in the whole uh, sort of production and stuff because I mean that's where he's going to be the, the most help to ring the run at this point. And the final bit of news is that uh, Mark Briscoe, has a wonderful holiday offer available for all of us. You can uh, go on eBay right now and actually bid on Mark Briscoe's front teeth. <laughs> and this is a completely genuine eBay auction that you can actually bid on. He put a video on YouTube of uh, his holiday offer, and uh, you can actually bid on eBay if you just search on eBay for Mark Briscoe teeth. Sure there, are, there are a lot of items <laughs> that match up to that. Uh, the current bidding is at $100. With wow. 20 bids. 
with free it's, shipping. It's going to get stupidly high, isn't it? You get a handwritten letter from Mr. Briscoe, a random autographed item, and a king-size candy bar of your choice. <laughs> so, yeah, it's only $100 right now. And uh, there's three days left, so be sure if you want Mark Briscoe's teeth. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I think we should all, as an ROH World Forum or podcast, just get the money together and buy these teeth. Yeah, we should all... chip in and then we can start creating like the, the ROH Museum. And the first item in there can be Mike Briscoe's teeth. That sounds like a plan to me. And then we also need to buy the the ether uh, ether rag used by Charlie Hart's board. <laughs> they can be the they can be the first two things in the RH museum. Uh, um, yeah, so that that wraps up the news. And uh, now we're going to move on to listener topics and questions that you've sent in. There's uh, too many ways that you can do this. You've got no excuse. Um, you can also use all of these to send in your silly tag team names for Kyle Riley and Bobby Fish. We'd like those by next week. Um, you can tweet us at ROH underscore world. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash ROH world. Or you can go on our forum, rohworld.com slash forum. Or if you want to, you can send us an email to contact at rohworld.com. Do not send competition entries there. That's competition at rohworld.com. Perhaps they're too similar. Um, so, yeah, now we'll get onto those topics that you sent in. The full version, at last. The full? What do you mean, the full version? Well, it's, you normally only play about the first bit. Anyway, uh, onto. We've got quite a few on our forum this week. Um, Steen5150 asks, do you miss the pure championship? Um, in a way, yeah, because I think it was just something completely different to everything else in, in wrestling, really, not just in Ring of Honor. Um, but, you know, I, I can understand why they got rid of it and why they haven't brought it back, especially with the TV show, because mm. it's sort of such a unique Hard to thing. Explain. That, yeah, I think especially now Ring of Honor sort of trying to you know, appeal to some of the more casual fans that having a title like that might put some people off. Yeah, having to um, put a graphic up every time to explain the rules. And you know how bad Kevin much. Kelly is at, you know... At we'd have to, we'd have to get John every week to come and explain it, which they don't want to get him on the show. Well, you know, you can't blame him, really. Um, another one from the uh, same guy, he asks, do you think that RH should continue the typical leaving address from wrestlers who left? As there was none for either Kings of Wrestling or Chris Hero. That would be that would be nice instead of people just disappearing. Yeah, I, I mean I know they used to do that, and I think the first one that sort of didn't was the Kings, of, wasn't it? Yeah, I know Cabana just sort of vanished as well, didn't they? Mm. Um, but yeah, but they never sort of really said this is going to be his last match. Whereas, you know, re, Kings of Wrestling, we all knew that was their last match because they were, you know, we knew they were gone after that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't see any reason why not. Um, I suppose with Ring of Honor now, they sort of don't want to show that their wrestlers are sort of going on to bigger and better things because they're hoping people think Ring of Honor are the biggest company in the world, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. But um, Renegade121 asks Thoughts on the re- reformation of the American Wolves? It's good. Tag team division is a bit sort of lacking. To be honest, and I think the Wolves are a great thing to fix that, and it gives Davy and Eddie something to do. Yeah, it keeps them out of the world title picture. It keeps them from wrestling each other. 
And there was yeah. <laughs> that's a great point, actually. There, there They're in a team, they can't fight each other anymore. And, well, eventually when they break up, they'll probably have another little mini feud, but hopefully that'll be a while. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, they were such a good team. And as I said, you know, D- Davies had his sort of time at the, at the top of the card. And I think it's time just to have a, you know, some fresh matches. And the, the tag team division does need a little bit uh, of you know, strengthening. So, um, so that's good, yeah. Um, we now have this week's troll questions of the week. I don't know if you've got... This week's troll questions of the week. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Why do we why do we give this joke airtime? I don't know. I don't know. We actually give it a segment. I don't understand. Go ahead. He's got his own. He's got his own theme tune. But the TV segment doesn't even have an intro intro music. But this might as well just be Trollcast. Anyway. His first one is, who would win in a fight? Superman, Goku, or Jay Lethal? Well, he's unbeatable. We all know the answer to that. Jay Lethal. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Just one lethal injection. <laughs> Superman like... wouldn't stand a chance. I like his next one. <laughs> this one will get you thinking. Who would win in a fight? Tony Kazina, a hobbit, or the guy inside R2-D2? <laughs> <laughs> Kazina, he's got ambition. The others just don't have ambition. Oh... Uh... Yeah, does the guy inside R2-D2 get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to train with Davey? And to no, because he doesn't have ambition. To stretch, you know, young kids who think they can make it in the business. No, they don't. So, <laughs> yeah, Tony Kazina all the way. Um, what are the chances that Cornette faked his back injury so he can climb the ladder himself at final battle and claim the Irish World Championship? <laughs> Declaring this better than Steen ruining the company. And what if he finally understood why Vince Richard did the same thing and invited him in the ring to shake hands and become co-booker of ROA? <laughs> That's almost as bad as my Jay Lethal theory, <laughs> which is so true. I'm just saying it right now. That theory I said weeks ago, months maybe, about Jay Lethal cashing in his survival of the fittest on Generico. It's got to happen. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. I, it, I, unfortunately, it does make sense. Mm. He'd be such like a he'd be such a heel, and that's what it seems like an ROH thing to do. You know, like we were talking about earlier, there aren't really any sort of apart from Haas and maybe Bennett, there aren't really any sort of strong heels, and that would really, I think, really tip him over the edge and, and mm-hmm. get people really to push him. Obviously, he took the TV title off Generico before he'd even. That was his first exactly. defense, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. That would yeah. That would really. Well, back back to the questions. Uh, well, that's the end of the troll questions. Um, Spanky on you asks, was Richards O'Reilly the most awkward promo ever? That it, yeah, I think it was. It was, it was bad. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was just really sort of. It was really awkward. That's the best word for it. I really want to watch it now. It it was it was hilarious, and it wasn't supposed to be. I say because that sounds yeah, good. That sounds like our rich cast. Yeah, so. basically, the way David was just saying stuff like, yeah, yeah, I'll introduce you to your wife, and yeah. I'd, I moved you from Vancouver to St. Louis and all this rubbish. And yeah, it wasn't. I think sometimes I don't know if Richards comes up with his promos or if he's you know told what to say. But I think sometimes they might try and make it sound like too realistic. Mm. And it would just it came off as a bit lame, really. Um, why is Bobby Fish so awesome? Uh, I don't know. He did he did impress me in his his first match. I say the only thing I can I think is that. People might get a bit annoyed with the whole MMA thing, but 
you know, I'm glad that they're they're sort of pushing him straight into a storyline as well. I'm not sort of just coming in and having a few meaningless matches and yeah, like Tadarius Thomas or something. Yeah, they're actually pushing him straight into a uh, you know storyline. It makes sense as well with him obviously teaming with with Eddie before and the whole sort of uh, history of Eddie and Davey and Kyle. So I'm, I'm glad what they're they're doing with him actually. So that's good. Um, with this new Women of Honor, with with this new Women of Honor on board, does this mean we finally get to see more Vader Scott? I think they've signed one woman, haven't they? They've signed Mish. Well, they've, they've signed them, but they've put Mish Chief on the roster page. A whole roster of women, right there. They've got Maria, who doesn't wrestle, and Vader Scott, who's an interviewer. But yeah, I don't mind seeing more of Vader Scott, to be honest. It's just not wrestling. Well, to be honest, the, the, the women have run a match last week. I didn't, I didn't actually hate it, which is wow. I think that's probably the first women's match that I didn't hate. That's, so, that's shocking. Yeah, that's you know, I still don't think they should have a division, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Um, oh god, this is bad. This is this this should be a uh, a mark of troll question. All right then. This is Spanky on user troll segment. Yeah, we, we do not encourage everyone to send in troll questions. <laughs> Just... will, Ma- will Maria and Mike Bennett make a sex tape with Mondo and Nigel on commentary? <laughs> <laughs> the lethal injection. The lethal <laughs> injection. Maybe they could have the. Um, like a live sex celebration like Edge and Lita did on that Raw that once. Yeah, maybe. Maybe if Bennett beats whoever he faces or if he's going to face someone at Final Battle, he can... Do a live celebration with a four-week tape delay. That's R.H. Wood Harry. That's you. We don't want any questions from you. Um, Will any of you guys be bidding on Mark Briscoe's tea? Unfortunately, I'm not willing to pay $100 or probably a lot more than that for someone's false tea. But... I can see why people would bid on it, just because you know it's the only one. You know, there's the only one in the world, isn't it? No one else is going to have his tea. So it's true. Um, what about you, Harry? Are you going to bid on it? Uh no. I, I agree with what you said. <laughs> um, do you see the number of house shows already announced for next year? Milwaukee, Detroit, Cincinnati, Asheville. I'm not sure where that is. Um, I don't... <laughs> Sorry, is this another Winston Salem? Is it Asheville? Like You're going to offend big... someone again, like last time. Sorry, all the people listening from Asheville. Is that? I, I think that might be a typo. I'm not sure that's actually a play. Um, do you think the number of house shows already announced is a step in the right direction for ROH? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's been looking, so long since yeah. they had a house show. I mean, I'm looking at their um, schedule now, and they've got three. Uh, they've got three house shows lined up in a row here in January and February, and they've got a couple more in like March and. Yeah, so yeah, there's, it's always good to see more shows because the Young Bucks were saying when they were here that they seem to have less shows than when SPG weren't involved. So. Yeah, when Carrie was running, they had a lot more shows. Um, I think that was part of the reason why Gabe got sort of burnt out. The amount of shows that were running at one time was was crazy, the, the amount. Mm. And I think, you know, I think they, the house shows have done relatively well, you know, especially the recent ones. So, you know, they are going back to places where they've, they've done one in the past, like Milwaukee and Cincinnati, the last couple of shows there. Those two places have been good. And Asheville's actually in North Carolina. So There you go. Actually, oh, Cole Sandy. Wasn't Winston-Salem in North Carolina as well? Or was that, so was that Charlotte? Let's just, not, let's just stop going oh, yeah. on about geography because we're going to offend someone again. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they're going to Asheville. I believe that's the first one they've ever been there. But that's obviously, they've had eight uh, shows in North Carolina before. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, not not one the day after in South Carolina. But, or the day before. But Cole maybe they're going to announce that. Yeah. Call Sandy and ask what you know what's happening. Um, that's all the ones on the forum. We've got some on Facebook. 
Ross asks, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose and Roman Regins, how long do you think it will be until they're buried by John Cena? I have no idea what it, that is about. See, I know what they're talking about, but I'm not going to acknowledge it with a, with a response on the ROH podcast. I know who Seth, obviously Seth Rollins Oh, I just did it again. Keep going. I know who Seth Rollins is. I've said that's Tyler Black. Dean Ambrose was um, John Moxley, wasn't he, I think? In, yeah. Who's Roman Regins? <laughs> he's actually misspelled it. It's supposed to be Roman Reigns, and I have no idea who he is. Oh, is he, is he something to do with Luther Reigns? Luther Reigns is awesome. <laughs> oh, God. I never thought about that till now. Luther anyway, that um, is our response. Have they not been buried yet? Um, Bill Cosby asks, any possibility of Paul London ever returning? I hope uh, not. <laughs> um, uh, I Probably not, no. I'd, yeah, maybe him and Kendrick in a tag team, that'd be entertaining. One-off. Maybe so quick promos about certain ex WWE writer. That'd be funny. <laughs> um, Macklin asks Nigel on the Survival of the Fittest DVD said in a reference to Steve Croon said in reference to Steve Croon saying Steam was the greatest champion of all time that he believed Samoa Joe was. He named others like Black, Airy, Strong, and Dragon. Not once mentioning himself in the conversation. In your opinion, without England bias, who had the best title run in IRH history? I don't feel I've watched enough to to answer that. I think Nigel sort of the sort of guy that wouldn't sort of put himself over. Anyway. He's very, I don't know if it's humble the right word I'm yeah, looking for. Yeah, humble, yeah. Because like, he doesn't seem to put, he doesn't, well, like, even when we talk to him, like he just doesn't seem to like put himself over or consider himself as that amazing when he is. But Yeah, I think it's because he always wanted to get to WWE and I think he, in, deep down he maybe feels that like he sort of failed a bit. Whereas, you know, we think he's probably one of the best wrestlers well, mm, ever. in the world. So, I think uh, the fact that he didn't get sort of the big big time maybe makes him think that he wasn't as good as he, he was. Uh, in terms of to- total reigns, because I've sort of a lot, you know, a lot of the older ones, I've gone back and watched some of the matches. I didn't, you know, haven't sort of seen them as they were progressing. Mm. But it's sort of hard to. Um, I'm trying to think. I've, uh, Strong's reign was disappointing. Um, he wants good ones. Stop turning it into negative. <laughs> um, Dragons was good. Aries obviously had two. Um, I like Joe's. I didn't like. I didn't really like um, Morishima's. Just because he. I know the whole point of him was that he was squashing people, but I think towards the end he just got a bit. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like Nigel's reign. I liked. This isn't. Well, I suppose this is a bit England biased, but yeah, I thought Nigel was awesome. Well, Nigel was one of the like, main reasons I got into IRH in the first place. So I'm going to say Nigel, and that's with fully England bias. So. There Sorry. we go. But. Um, Right, we've got someone on Twitter as well, I believe. Uh, at NI Maiden asks, who do you want to be Geraldine's opponent at Final Battle? I'm rooting for Lance Storm, though. It's just wishful thinking. It's Mike Bennett, I'm afraid, but... Wait, am I allowed to say that? Has it, I don't, has is it that been a spoiler? A, I, think, I don't think it's been announced yet, has it? If it hasn't been announced yet, that is just me guessing. Well, I'm sure... I'm, I'm sure Nigel... Or, they said last week that it was going to be announced on this week's TV, but I, I'm pretty, I didn't see it. Well, I think I sort of skipped inside ROH, and maybe they did. <laughs> okay. I don't know. No, no, they, haven't, they, haven't put, they haven't put anything on the website, have they? Oh, okay. Oh, well, we don't know who he's facing. Well, we do, but... Wait. No idea. Move on. Um, who, would we, who do we want him to face? Um, I'd rather him... Fa- I'd say I'd rather him face one of the younger guys. There isn't really anyone left, is there? To- mm. Uh, I, don't I think it, O'Reilly would have helped, gained a lot by beating him, but uh, yeah, he's yeah. obviously busy 
doing something else. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't think Lance Storm against Geraldine is a match that I particularly want would want to see. Mm. I, th- I think that maybe yeah, you think bringing someone back from you know his his time in ROH, maybe someone like Homicide, but again, that's I think a younger guy would be best to have him in there with. Uh, QT Marshall, there we go. Yeah. Imagine that. Yes. God's gift. Yeah, that's the one. Geraldine against QT Marshall, book it. Um. Chicago Mask Man asks, talk about how awesome Mike Mondo is. I like Mike Mondo. Yeah, I do. Check time. I'm very, I'm disappointed that he's gone for, is it a year or was that Tommaso Ciampa? Yeah, around a year, I think. Yeah, yeah, very disappointing. He was was really getting into a good groove and that that Mm -hmm. match he had with uh, Bennett was was really good. And I think that they were going to have the bluff that battle, so. (laughs) Blow off. Oh dear. Um, John, John would John would make a great punter involving Maria if he was here. But <laughs> I'm sure he would. He's been held um, hostage. Yeah, I mean, I mean, considering how sort of pe- pessimistic people were when he first came in, I think he's completely changed people's minds. Just with his, you know, his uh, work ethic and his sort of work rate in the ring, he just he mm-hmm. puts every, you can tell he puts absolutely everything into every match. So you can't really be down on a guy who's yeah putting that much effort into his matches. Um. At Lexa392 asks, this probably won't be brought up. Well, okay. it's, it's, it's been brought up. Um, this probably won't get brought up. But how about bringing back women's matches full time? I'm talking almost every week. Harry? Uh, I don't know how to answer this. I don't think there's time. Here we go. Here we go. This is the most. No! I was hoping for the Michael Scott no. No, no, God. <laughs> Um, We've talked about this so many times. We don't want to piss people off by talking about it again, surely. So I didn't. I didn't dislike the the women's match last week. And they don't I, have time. They just don't have time. Yeah, there isn't enough time on a one-hour show to get every to get all the guys on the roster enough time, let alone a new we, division. And to be honest, a lot, in all the women's matches they do have don't last more than two minutes. So there's not you can't really build a division or feuds out of two-minute matches, can you? Exactly. But I mean, I suppose having the odd match here and there maybe mainly put them on like house shows and stuff. I don't see any harm in that. Um, MR Laos SMS SMS <laughs> He's struggling with these names this week. I yeah. know. Because I'm reading them on my phone and it sort of cuts off. Uh, is Prince Nana coming back? I miss him. Does he mean to the ROH podcast or does he mean to TV? I don't know. I, I don't know. Now, he should be on TV this week and he might be competing at Final Battle. Who knows? And maybe he might appear on the podcast before that. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I, it's all speculation at this time. Yeah, Prince Nana is awesome. I hope they do something with Truth Martini as well. I mean, obviously, the House of Truth is sort of dead now, but I hope they keep Martini around in some... Embassy sort of... of Truth, I'm telling you. That would just be fantastic. I don't care who's in it. Just let them two t- talk together. They, they, it could just be them two. They don't need any wrestlers. Mm. Or have Nana. <laughs> have Nana managed by Martini. Be... <laughs> <laughs> or have a tag team. I know Martini can't bump, but let Prince Nana do it, take all the bumps. And have a Nana and Martini tag team. They could beat the Wolves and become champions. <laughs> that would be the best thing ever. Oh. No, that's, that, that needs to be booked. Oh. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I think that's the last one. Uh, okay. Well, there. Anymore, but yeah, thanks a lot right. for the questions. It's quite a few this week, which is always good. Yeah, thank you to everyone who sent those in. It's always good to fill out the show when there's no news, which the except for the lack of news. 
it was Thanksgiving, but technically we haven't done a show for two weeks, so I'm not letting them off. Um, <laughs> who knows if there'll be more news next week? I don't know. Who knows who will be on the show? It's just all these mysteries. Will John be back? Is he still being held hostage? You'll have to tune in to episode 66 <laughs> to find out all the answers. Oh, 69's coming up. Oh, dear. You're looking forward to that one, weren't you? Maybe I John will appear just for that one. Disappear. Um, so, yeah, we, we do hope you enjoyed this week's show. Be sure to send us some feedback. Maybe leave a review on iTunes. Let other people know yeah, how awesome the show is. We need we to do. get bumped up on the rankings or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, give us... give us. I mean, just put, just put an honest review on there. If you think it sucks, then... Let us know give so we can make it better. Give it five stars, but just say it sucks or something. Just give us five stars and then... Yeah, if, if it is awful, let us know, because it's the only Ring of Honor podcast out there. So we've kind of got a monopoly on this thing. <laughs> so if, if That's why we don't bother making it any better, because we know that you've got to listen to this. We're kind of like WWE, you know. We've just got a monopoly on this thing. We do what we yeah, want. Yeah, we know you suckers are going to you know, eat this up. We, we know you're going <laughs> to do it, so we don't bother. Um, so yeah, that's been RHCast episode 65. We do hope you enjoyed it, and uh, hopefully we'll see you all next week. Thank you.